Assalamu alaikum, good morning, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Over the past several days, we've been, or weeks I would say, we've been trying to understand the historical and logical analysis of the burning of the house of Sayyidah Fatima Zahra Salvatullah And it is such an important issue because it lays the foundation of Islam and like what happened in the early days of Islam, which remains a mystery. Uh, and a point of contention between many Muslims. And uh, that's why I wanted to talk today about what is the overall goal and how, what is the framework by which we are going about evaluating this situation. It's not about like what we're doing, but just to understand the bigger picture because there will be a lot of content that will be coming up, but the content has to be in some context. So the goal is to understand, evaluate, and discover what actually happened after the death of the Prophet to Sayyidah Fatima Zahra And since this is a complicated topic and there are a lot of different perspectives, what I have done based on the research uh, that I've uh, done on this topic is to divide this into segments which we can evaluate the entire event with. And the important thing is this is not purely a historical analysis, but it will have logical perspective to it. We will ask key questions in a Socratic math method and will bring in a perspective which is broader than just the events surrounding the death of the of Sayyidah Fatma Zahra to paint a picture, contextual picture where this was happening. So the key areas that we outlined, eight key areas are understanding the background, why are we doing this? Understanding what was the trigger and then relationship to the movie that is uh, the Lady of Heaven. Um, then going into number three, the historical research that we have done and talking from both Sunnah and Shia perspective, the logical arguments, key questions that arise from that, and then bringing all of these together to identify certain insights and using those insights in context with the historical events predating the death of the, of the Prophet and then creating key eye-opening eye insights that will lay the foundation of how we think about this event. So let's go one by one and think about what are we expecting in each of these areas. So on to start with the background, there are three key things I want to highlight. First is, there was an event that happened after the death of the Prophet. And that event is the death of Sayyidah Fatima Zahra Salvatore in a very short time. And no one among Shias or Sunnah know where the grave of Sayyidah Fatima is. And that is a mystery. Why is that the case? We know the graves of all the other uh, key leaders, Sahaba, but not of Sayyidah Fatima Zahra. That's a mystery. So then that mystery led me to do some self-study. And that curiosity led me to understand what actually happened because I was listening about these events, uh, about this mystery, and was hearing about bits and pieces of these events. So I did my own history. And then... What happened was 
there was a trigger which was the trailer of the movie the lady of heaven which created a lot of controversy but also triggered my curiosity and the curiosity of millions of muslims around the world what actually happened because there has been uh it seems like there has been a very dark cloud intentional or unintentional around the events and this movie was a trigger to start the conversation just as uh there was a trigger on uh the killing of a person uh, of a black american was a trigger to start the conversation on the racial injustice and this movie trailer was a trigger to start the conversation of the injustice that had happened which people had known about but people had kept quiet about so then we're going to go into the perspectives of the movie and this is very interesting because uh, there is a sunna perspective and there is a shia perspective um and what i wanted to do was to understand what are the sunna arguments discuss it with the sunna brothers watching their videos lectures and other things and then summarize what was that uh, what was the outcome and which i've i've already done as part of one of the youtube videos and a podcast that i did purely on this topic then coming to shias and this was very interesting because all of the shias agree on this event but none of it, it was kind of difficult to understand that some people were very for the movie and some people were against the movie so i wanted to have that discussion with them through uh different social media platforms and so on so that's the other perspective that i want to i've already shared uh two perspectives why one should watch the movie why one shouldn't watch the movie and then a decision framework so you can review that so the decision framework is very important because it allows a person to think through and make a decision for himself or herself whether one should watch the movie and if uh, or Uh, one shouldn't watch the movie and why not so then the next important topic is to understand uh the historical perspective what actually happened and this is linked to the historical evidence that is present in the traditions in the book of hadith in the book of history and there are two different dimensions of this one is a sunna approach and the other one is the shia approach so from a sunna perspective there are many narrations traditions that talk about the events that happened after the death of the prophet which led to the demise of sayyida fatima zahra one key event is the burning of the house of sayyida fatima zahra however when one argues that this actually happened with the sunna brothers their defense is oh all of the narrations are either weak or the person who's narrating it is liar or uh, there is no sahih hadith or sahih narration in any books which justify or prove this event actually happened as it is being told so that's kind of like the easy answer to anything like uh, it happened 1400 years ago everything is weak ignore everything on the other hand the shia perspective is 
also uh, interesting in the sense that a lot of narrations that Shia quote have two origins. One are pure Shia sources. The second are events that are mentioned in the Sunnah sources which corroborate the Shia sources. So the Shia version of history is basically taken from both Sunnah and Shia sources and they both point towards the events that happened after the death of the Prophet and they are considered to be uh, the, they actually happened. It's not about uh, if there is a doubt uh, why that would happen. But if you think about this, right, whether it happened or not happened, the argument that anything can be defined and classified as weak and then you don't have to go after that. It's basically as saying that, okay, this particular crime never happened because there is no eyewitness there with a video camera recording the actual event, which doesn't even make sense because a lot of the times the decision by the jury or judge does not involve hard evidence to prove what happened. So that's why it is important to think from an additional perspective, especially when people are saying, oh, everything is weak, so we should ignore. So th what does that lead us to? That leads us to a set of logical arguments that we should be thinking through, and we will be working through these. So on the historical research for, uh, side, there's a lot of material that is available in all English, Arabic, Urdu, Farsi, you name it, any language. Uh, there are pros and cons. And what I've done is I've gathered several uh, of these videos uh, which are available on YouTube and posted them on uh, a channel uh, or I would say a website which kind of highlights the Sunnah narrations which talk about these events and the Shia narrations. And there are like black back and forth between Sunnah and Shia. So you can have that historical context for yourself. I won't go into the detail of that. But then the next logical step is the not logical arguments to think through like whether this actually happened or not. And the sequence how we are going to do that. Uh, and that would be a, a very interesting series of discussions. First, we're going to look at the facts. Then we're going to look at the two versions of history. Third, we're going to talk about the complication that arises with this, these two versions. And then look at like who burned the house and then whose house was burned. And they understand the importance of this event. That in itself will lead to some very interesting insights regarding the compilation of narrations, compilation of the history, which was, which will show that there was some intention of creating confusion among uh, the Muslims at the time so that history is clouded. No one unpacks that. And that will be substantiated by circumstantial evidence that surround those uh, that period. So in essence, these, this chain of logical arguments will help us understand more of what happened and raise certain key questions. So for example, once all of the logical arguments are laid out, is a person in their right consciousness 
willing to support an alleged perpetrator or are they willing to support the oppressed or are they willing to uh, keep quiet but not support the perpetrator if they cannot support the oppressed and then another key question would be if this happened how would a person a muslim face the prophet himself and his progeny knowing that the prophet is the sole source of shifaat on the day of judgment and his daughter is the leader of the heaven of all women the grandsons are the leader of leaders of the youth of the heavens who are the sons of the daughter sayyida fatima zahra sallallahu and imam, uh, imam ali uh, is her husband is the leader of the men of the heaven so how is that going to be justified in when the time comes so this is another aspect that we will talk about now when you bring these questions together you bring the logical arguments together you bring the historical dynamics together there is there is enough evidence to indict the key perpetrators and we're going to talk about that in detail but it's not it doesn't end over there now once we have enough evidence and logical evidence now then you combine it with the historical behavioral context what i mean by that is understanding what was happening before the death of the prophet what are the quranic verses saying what is surah juma saying what are the events that happened unfolded before the death of the prophet immediately before the death few weeks few months a year before the death of the prophet who was acting in a certain way what are the personalities of certain people who have done these things in the past so that one understands the full picture and the behavioral context in which these events unfolded and why is all of this important because this this creates this eye-opening insight and brings this holistic view of about the cloud that is sur- surrounding the events leading up to the death of Sayyida Fatima Zahra. And then the questions come up, why and how it was covered? Who was to benefit from this covering? If this actually happened, what is the implication on those who are following those who committed this crime are they going to come and protect us in our graves or are we responsible to make our own judgment and honestly this sequence of events that happened between the death of the prophet and the death of sayyida fatima zahra sallallahu it laid the foundation of Islam as we today, as we see today. If they hadn't happened, we would have seen a very different Islam. Who's responsible for that change? And are we giving them benefit of the doubt? Are we supporting that crime? Are we supporting that change that happened at that time, which laid the foundation of all the problems that happened onwards? And how are we going to be responsible, answerable to Allah on the day of judgment based on our uh, role in this? So combining everything, 
in conclusion, what we are trying to do over here. Our goal is to evaluate and discover what happened after the death of the Prophet to Sayyidah Fatima Sarah. How are we going to do it? We're going to do it in eight ways. One is to understand what is the background, where, why we're doing it. So I shared that. We've I've talked about the perspective of the movies, Lady of Heaven, both Sunnah and Shia. I've outlined that. Uh, there's a series of videos that talk about that. Historical research is important. I've put together videos in different languages on a web page that talk about where this event is mentioned in Sunnah traditions and Shia traditions. Then next step is to understand from a logical perspective, ask key questions, bring everything together to see whether there is enough evidence or not, and then take this evidence and understand it in the lens, under the lens of historical contextual behavior. And then uh, we will come to the conclusion and hopefully everyone has enough insight to make their own decision. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.